this is episode 437 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, February 23rd, Jordan, uh, 2018, I was like, what do I say after the date usually? I'm your host, Marcus Nez, y'all can, no, that's, this is not the end of the show, this is the beginning, I don't do that, so... I'm, I'm already, I'm, I'm gone. So, I want to talk about The Sims 4 on today's show, because I've been playing a little bit of that on Xbox One, but before that, I want to talk about a game I played on the Switch, a smidgen, and it's called Puzzle Puppers. I got a code for this, and it's, it's okay. What it is, is one of those puzzle games where you are on a grid-based small little area could be a square could be something more elaborate to make it more difficult and you are you have a starting point and then you have to reach a end point while collecting things along the way to get a better score and in this case you're a little puppy and your body stretches as you stretch so you just turn into the longest dots in the entire world and you collect little pieces of meat I believe, along the way to the dog bowl, the dog food bowl. And it's it's fine. Mechanically, it works. I still have a little issues with that. It's the, the environments you're in. They're at an angle, and I'm not yet always sure which button goes to what direction. But you can always do... Uh, and undo and just go back one space. Uh, so that's nice. But the problem I have with it is that it, while it has this cute aesthetic with the whole dogs and everything, it doesn't have a lot of personality. It doesn't have cute little dog noises or animations or anything really to that extent. And therefore... When I'm playing it, I'm just kind of bored and wish it maybe had a more simple aesthetic, uh, a simple art design. Because without that personality, it's not like I'm, I, I don't get the whole cute vibe of it. I just see this dog and it's stretching, but it's not cute, it's not funny, it's not a little weird or anything. It's just, they. it seems like a game that, hey, we want to make a game like this, people like dogs, we'll just shovel this in there and we won't do any we won't do too much to give it a lot of personality so that's that it's a bit disappointing you know i don't think a lot of people are like oh i'm i'm expecting this puzzle puppers game to be super awesome or anything but it's a solid puzzle game i just think they didn't hit it out of the park <laughs> well why why that why why say that it's not a baseball game. It has no... They didn't knock it out of the dog park uh, with with the art and all that. But Sims 4. Playing this on Xbox One. I have created my Sim of me. And I've built my house. And I just started living my life. So I haven't really played the game that much. Other than creating and building my house. Super annoying thing. I decided to go with like, the third environment, and in that 
area, there are no pre-built houses. And I was like, son, I got to build a house and the, the build mode is super clunky. And then when I was looking, I was Googling like, are there any pre-built houses? I did find a video that showed in the first area, it's like all pre-built houses. And there are a few that you can afford. And I was like, son of a bitch. And that was a bit frustrating when I saw that. And I can't move to that environment because I don't have any money because I spent it all building my house, which is a nice enough house. But it was just a pain to put it together. And that's the problem. It's The game is very clunky on a controller. And one thing that is not in the console version and may never come is the gallery, which is where you could look at other people's creations and then download them. Like if you see a house that someone else has built and you like it, you could just download it and put it into a lot. And then you're, you're set. You don't have to go through all the building crap, which would be great because the building is super annoying. Playing the game is still clunky, but the build mode is just... It's not great. And it might... It, it might feel better once you get used to it. Like you just become conditioned to be okay with the the clunky controls but it is a pretty clunky game and i don't feel like the sim series has ever not been clunky but it does feel super clunky it would be awesome if this game because i don't i don't know if it's been rumored or whatnot that uh mouse and keyboard support could potentially come to xbox one for actual in-game use but that'd be awesome That'd be, that'd be real nice. Because I like playing on my TV, on my console. I did get a Steam Link, but I still haven't hooked that up. But, you know, it only cost me $5. But so far, seems okay. I need to create more Sims now and just put them in empty lots and not give them houses so that I have people I know in the game with me that I can befriend and get busy with. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it's... It's The Sims. I I love The Sims and The Sims 2. Didn't get into The Sims 3. And now this is my first time playing The Sims 4. I didn't play it on PC. So I'm excited to mess around with it. It's on sale on Xbox One and probably on PlayStation, on uh, PSN at the moment. So you can get them at discounted prices if you're not an EA Access member on Xbox. Which... You know, you could do that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. I did it for a year and I was like, eh, I didn't really do anything with it. And I just kind of like, I like owning games, owning. I know you only have a license or whatever, but I just, I prefer that. I feel like I'll always have it until it's just no longer available on the server. But yeah, the control... The problem with controls, and like, it's even with the creating the sim in that... You can use both preset, like, faces. You can, you know, they have like, oh, here's a wide chin, a wider chin, a super wide chin, narrow chin, thin cheeks, fat cheeks, close eyes, whatever. But you can also sculpt with the controller and just, like, squeeze in parts of the body or squeeze them out, uh, pull them out and stuff like that. Mm, pull them out. Ugh. But it it just is weird to switch between the menus because you have to press the 
three line button, I believe, which would be the select button. And that switches you between the free cursor and then the menu area that surrounds the the space and I don't know. I want to I want to like it more than I'm currently liking it and it's just because the controls are so clunky. But I'm hoping that with being out of the creation side of the game, that just playing the game itself and living my sim life will be a lot more enjoyable. And the the funny thing too is that I thought when you move in and you start your life, just random sims from other neighborhoods or just whatever, random sims that are from the city or something, they'll come to your house and welcome you and be like, hey, and I just see sims walking past my house and past my house. Nobody's nobody's greeting me. I'm getting no housewarming gifts or anything. It's really depressing. I'm like, hey, I'm the new person in town. Can you show me some love? And nobody wants to show me any love. And it's very sad. <sighs> but yeah. The the game itself, at least on Xbox, went on sale for 25 So it's 50% off for the game. Uh, whether you get the regular version or the deluxe version. And then they have the big DLC packs, the expansions, on sale for... I think they're 50% off individually. No, one's 50 then one's like 40 Or you could get all three of them together for 30 which is a decent deal city lights or whatever it's called normally costs 40 which is ridiculous it's a crazy price but um yeah sims the original sims is one of my all-time favorite games i got so into that because i got to live out my fantasies i got to fall in love in a game and i was like i'll never fall in love in real life so at least i have this and I created my crush from grammar school in the game. And I think I think I got into a relationship with her. Or maybe I was like, I'm going to get in a relationship with you. And then I'm going to dump you. I'm going to cheat on you. I'm going to be like, hey, you got this? You you want this? No, yeah. No, you can't have it. Because <laughs> I was a child. And I'm still a child in ways. But yeah. I don't have that much to talk about. It's been a bit busy, hectic few days, last few days. I do want to just briefly mention that there is a GQ article about Brendan Fraser that my friend John told me about. And I I questioned the validity of the article until he recommended it just because it has the kind of title that I see a lot on YouTube and recommendations or in like the the bottom of like IGN or, or sites that use those like outbrain or whatever generated ad source things and, and you know it's like oh this is why Brendan you haven't seen Brendan Fraser in for in ten years like this is why nobody wants to cast him anymore and I see those a lot for actors and whatnot but um it's a it's a really nice personal little story I don't know maybe like a ten minute read. That goes into his early career, his career now, uh, the time where he was out of work, why he may have been out of work, and some very personal things, some sad things, how he destroyed his body for his career and went through multiple surgeries, his, you know, a brief little bit about uh, his relationship with his sons, specifically, or especially his eldest son, 
Griffin, who is on the autism spectrum, and how uh, there's a nice little tidbit about this horse that he got after he worked on some TV show, I think, and got this horse and brought it back with him. And it has a really good relationship with his son because his son, you know, he doesn't ride the horse, but he likes to brush it, and the horse likes being brushed. And, you know, just this, a lot of people on the spectrum get pleasure just they relax by these repetitive tasks and it's a really nice thing and I've always been a huge fan of Brendan Fraser I've missed him he's done some of my favorite things George of the Jungle was an amazing movie the first movie I saw multiple times in the theater dragging my father to do that and I think it's one of the best family movies of all time it's just such a delightful little thing and I love Blast from the Past I love The Mummy I really enjoyed The Mummy Returns. I don't remember liking the third one, but you know, you can't win them all. And I think that was, that was like his last hurrah, his last try to try and revitalize his career as like a kind of action star in a weird way or like adventure star. Cause he did in that, I think it was 2008 or 2007. He did the mummy, whatever the demons tomb, dragons tomb. Then he did journey to the center of the earth and Inkheart. And none of those movies did anything. And so that was like his last chance and none of them stuck. So, But uh, he's great. And also he uh, he's in probably the best episode of Scrubs ever. And I can't remember if, there was a two, if it was two-part. If he was in the early one and then they had the, the, the much, I don't say it was much better one, but one of the most emotionally powerful episodes Maybe like of any TV show. It's it it really good. If you've never watched it, you don't need to watch the entire series, but just find that episode. I don't know if Scrubs is streaming anywhere, but it's it's really good. Anywho, that will do it for today's episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Steam, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. The site is, of course pixelatedsausage.com though I'm also on PSN at the Kush 3 back to the site which is pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast Pixelated Radio Redux and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast as well as the art I do which if you'd like to see all in one place you can go over to pxsart.com and check it out there where you can find links to the pieces you fancy and all that jazz and if you'd like to see some videos that I've been posting, including video of this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com slash sausage and check it out there. Links for all this are, of course, in the post on the site. I, I just posted yesterday a video of me playing the tutorial for the culling on Xbox One. And after I completed the culling, the, the tutorial, I unlocked an achievement. And it was a rare achievement. 7% of people completed it and you know what that achievement was but they they achieved it it was completing the tutorial and i don't know if you can quit out of the tutorial because it loads you straight up into it when you first load up the game so if you can't quit out of it that's that's an alarming thing to see that maybe they don't care it's like these people purchased the game or they rented it from gamefly because that's a thing you can do 
but that was that was a weird thing. So you can watch me play the tutorial and stab some mannequin things in the butt and comment about how the the lady's butt is better. You know what's super annoying too? They're they're called like man things in them. They're not called mannequins. But they're just like everything's like man, man, man this. They don't they don't you know mention the fact that there are women in the game too. Just like man, man, man. Man, man, man. I'm not trying to say it's like a super offensive thing or anything. I think it's just it's a bit weird. Because I thought maybe there weren't men in the game. And then there was one. I mean, there there was... I don't... What did I just say? I thought there weren't women in the game. And then I saw one. And I was like, hmm. But I don't, I don't know if the game's any good. Because I only finished the tutorial. And then I saw that achievement. And I was like, okay. I think I played it in early access on PC a very, very, very long time ago. <sighs> but yeah, that is that is a good place to end this show. And we all know how I like to end I just learned my words. This is what I said. Okay.